All right, so before we begin this episode of the Nerdcast, I'd like to encourage everyone out there that if you enjoy this episode of the Nerdcast, that you would share this with your friends on social media. This way we are able to help grow the community here in Edmonton and keep people up to date in the latest news and information regarding the geeky, nerdy people groups and events that happen in and around the city of Edmonton. Also, if you or someone you know would like to be featured on our show, or if you have an event that's upcoming that you'd like to uh, for us to feature as well, fe- please feel free to contact us over at northernernetwork.com. Now, on with the show. All right, so welcome back to another edition of the Nerdcast. My name is Dan, and on this week's edition of the Nerdcast, I have got the wrong mouse going. We have Ashley here joining us from Yes. Say hello. Hello. Uh, Chelsea will hopefully make it a little later on as we uh, progress through this episode of the Nerdcast, so hopefully she'll be able to join us. Uh, And yeah. That's awesome. So we like to start like every show off by kind of, you know, sort of not just introducing ourselves, but more as trying to figure out like how everybody's week was. So Ashley, how was your week? My week was awesome. Uh, I, I heard you actually talk about the actual nerdy things we did during the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can talk about that as well, but I own my own software development company. So I think that's suitably nerdy already. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess actually this weekend's been nice. I had a kind of a, a busy week leading up to this, and then this weekend was nice because we actually spent a lot of it playing video games, which is pretty fun. So we've been having a, a hankering for Diablo 3, uh, but we were waiting for the Necromancer expansion to actually come out, uh, which is actually next week, but then the new season doesn't start until July 20th, so we don't think we can actually start it until the season comes out. So we've been looking at other Diablo-like games, and we've, then we decided on Path of Exile, but then realized that it has a major expansion at the end of the month. <laughs> so then we tried, <laughs> then we tried Titan Quest uh, 10th Anniversary Edition, and that was really boring. So we finally ended up <laughs> playing for several hours uh, Torchlight 2. Uh, so that was <laughs> a long journey of trying to get a Diablo-like game. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> well, I honestly have never play Diablo. Now, I know, I know it is tragic because I know a lot of my friends, they end up playing Diablo and they spend a, a a good portion of their time playing. Uh, and so, yeah, I just, I never got into it. Oh, have you, have you tried Diablo three at all? Have you ever played it? I I haven't. I swear to God, you should try it. (laughs) It's, it's honestly, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I've I've actually got, I think every character to 70. (laughs) Oh man, I know. Okay, so we have uh, a live chat on our uh, our our feed here, um, and our our good friend Aaron. He always is a faithful listener and faithful watcher of the Nerdcast, and he is somewhat disappointed by the looks of it that I have not played. <laughs> Apparently, I need you to be playing Diablo. Is what it is. Well, wait till July 20th when the new season comes out and <laughs> give it a go. 
yeah, I just okay. So right now, uh, Steam has got their sale on, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I I did pick up a few a few new games this this week, um, which uh, I I got Stardew Valley finally. I like I've been I've been trying to, I've been dying to play this because I I love the old Harvest Moon sure, yeah. games. Uh, and so I was really eager to try out the the Stardew Valley. Uh, I so I did try a little bit of it. I haven't got too far into the game yet. Uh, but yes, I. I do like it. It's 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 been pretty fun so far, from what I've seen. Uh, I just, I don't know what is, what is it about like farming simulators. Like, I don't want to do work at home. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. You know. And all it is is a bunch of little chores that I got to do all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> they're they're super what's... addictive, I think. <laughs> they are super addictive. So yeah, I don't know. I I I've been enjoying it so far. Uh, the other ones I did pick up uh, was Lego Marvel uh, for my for my boy and uh, what was it uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor? Yeah. Um, yeah, I I just heard so many great things about it and and the the sale was like eighty percent off for this one, so I'm like yeah yeah we've been I, playing uh, the Surge actually on on PlayStation Four and that's pretty fun, but. We kind of got through near end game and the mechanics hadn't really changed, so we were kind of like, Meh. <laughs> yeah. So we decided we'd we switch to computer and see see. And again, the Steam sale—that's actually part of why we got the Titan Quest 10th anniversary edition because it was like ten bucks, or no, five five bucks. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So and like I said, I I just also bought a, a brand new laptop. Ah, uh, nice. It's. It's not super awesome, but it, I mean, it's it's enough of it's a, it's still classified as a gaming laptop. Close enough. Awesome. It's close enough. Whatever. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm just testing it out right now, seeing if it works. And so far, so far, I'm I'm liking it's pretty it. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We have to we have to dual boot in Windows because we're uh, all on Mac, so <laughs> we have to like <laughs> so so my my I'm, Mac barely runs most things, and it lags a little bit if I don't turn the graphics down. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have a, a Mac over here that we we use for a lot of our video editing, yeah. uh, and it works. It's it's getting old, uh, but yeah, it's it is what it is. It I, it's fine. It it does the trick. <laughs> yeah, close enough, right? Yeah. So anything? Did you do anything else other than just video games? Ah, this, not this weekend. We kind of honestly, I uh, my role in our company as the CEO is I do a lot of the business development. So I'm at events a lot during the week, which means my weeks are kind of like intense and I'm out all the time. So honestly, I like to hibernate a little bit. So we did, we did, we we like to play games in the mornings on the weekends, and then we'll go outside in the afternoons. So we're not total vampires, <laughs> and uh, so we spent some time in our yard and and kind of hung out. And uh, yeah, was, honestly, I guess we went out for dinner on on Friday night. We went to Zin. Uh, on 104th there yep. with another couple and that was really cool it's a teeny tiny little place I think they fit about 20 people so that was nice and the food was really good so awesome yeah yeah so okay so talking about food yeah uh, I went to uh, meet uh, ah, yes. you, have you heard of this place it's yeah, I've been there. down on White Ave <laughs> we went for brunch uh, and it was really good so we went first when it it right opened at I think it was uh on Saturday morning there right at eleven o'clock I think it was when it opens. So we went for brunch, uh, had meat uh, for that 
whatever you know it was i had the sausage and bacon sure. sausage and eggs whatever it was it was really good really enjoyed it uh and then we went out to uh my friends uh he's got a cabin right on the lake there over at alberta beach uh for a pig roast Oh, I went from meat to more meat. Yes. <laughs> so if you're a vegetarian vegetarian out there, um, I apologize. We, we <laughs> <laughs> so much. It was great. I oh, have you ever been to a pig roast before? I've not. No. Oh, it is. It is something else. I yeah. It is really good. Just I don't know what it is about having a big like giant pig out on the on a spit it's just it's amazing uh so yeah that's what we did yesterday uh i got a little burnt uh, <laughs> but it was awesome and here is chelsea just Hi. in time to Hi, tell us exactly what her week was like <laughs> hi everybody yes i made it just in time uh my my week was pretty good i uh as many of you heard was in edmonton last weekend so i stuck around for a couple of days i drove home on tuesday and then i got back on wednesday and have just had a couple of days around the house to do some catching up after my trip and chores and whatnot and it's been super hot here um and i live in um southeast burnaby in kind of like a bit of a pocket of farmland. There are a lot of small independent farms and greenhouses and nurseries right around where I live. So this heat, um, our internet service has been cutting in and out. And because we're in this pocket of farmland, we're usually the first to go out and the last to get service restored. Uh -huh. So that's why I was late today because my modem was being a butt. But uh, <laughs> it's back up and running now, hooray. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun that way. Like you just. Yes. I, the, like I said, we had some ch challenges at our house trying to get internet up and running. After um, you moved, yeah. After we moved, that I just, I, I, I don't know how to people live without internet. Because <laughs> it's going to be insane. My entire business runs on internet, so like I literally like, like freak out if we don't have it at home or at the office. Like I literally can't function. Like like my entire business runs on the internet. So you just shut down, right? Yeah, like it's just over. We'll just go home and pack up and sit on a patio somewhere. Yeah, might as well go to a Starbucks because they have internet at least. Exactly. <laughs> uh so awesome. All right. So uh yeah. Anything else, Chels? No, that that was it. The highlight was sort of being home for the weekend and getting to do the last Nerdcast sitting right next to you on the very couch that you are sitting on right now. And, uh, yeah, seeing the fancy new house and uh, getting to play some Star Wars C&D and family time because I was in town. My mom was getting remarried, so lots of family time. So that was sort of the highlight of my week was, was the weekend portion of it. And then the lovely drive home through Jasper, which is always a nice drive. So awesome. Yeah. Well, today we have Ashley joining us from yes. Uh, and she's going to talk a little bit about, well, we're going to, we'll talk a bit, a little bit about yes itself and a little bit about the upcoming event that I think a lot of people who, uh, follow us may be interested in uh, a little bit later on here. So it sounds really exciting. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we're going to start off. Uh, just by asking you what yes is and like yeah what does it do 
Sure. So yes, uh, it's uh, Youth Empowerment and Support Services, and they uh, work with youth to help them uh, either get out of homelessness and work with them, essentially, if they're coming from difficult realities. So anything from homelessness, mental health, drugs, abuse, whatever situation they're in, yes, gives them uh, either a housing situation or uh, resources to help them get back on their feet, whatever that is across that spectrum. So, uh, you guys have like a building and all this other stuff in Edmonton here. That's right. There's actually three buildings. So they have uh, they have a the Nexus location is the one that most people are familiar with on White Ave, uh, and that's for short term housing. Uh, and then they have uh, the Armory Resource Center, which is where the old Armory uh, bar used to be, mm -hmm. uh, but it is actually also now it's their um, it's kind of where their day programs occur, and a lot of the food services happen there. Um, so kids can eat and get uh, good meals. They can get psychological services. They can get nutrition. They can get all kinds of art. They have art therapy, all kinds of things. Uh, and then they have a third location, which is called Shinoa's Place, which is their longer-term housing, uh, and that's out on the West End. Awesome. Uh, and so you got like just a, a like a, an array of different programs for kids or uh, for youth to get involved with as well. Like, that's right. What kind of things are, uh, what kind of programs would you offer for kids? Uh, it's pretty broad. So um, let me think. So obviously, like the housing is the big thing. First, it's often kids are coming to us with just that they're on their, like the shirt on their, off their back. They need to be able to, um, have a place to stay uh, and then all the dietary and food situations sometimes we work with partner organizations also for different types of placement depending on the situation that the youth is in uh, like I said there's we have an art program uh, they're actually just opening up a um, community garden which is going to provide music therapy oh. as well yeah but it's actually in the it's a empty city lot across the street from from their main location that they're just they're just moving forward with right now um, and again, partnering with other organizations to uh, give opportunities to, um, you know, all kinds of uh, donors, like, for example, Home Depot has work placement programming. Uh, so trying to essentially make sure that the youth are being transitioned into good situations. Um, and then there's different kinds of psychological therapists, uh, drug therapy, depending on if there's addiction issues. Uh, sometimes there's pregnancies. So working with some of the other organizations that would help move through those types of, of situations. So you don't just feed them and and shelter them. You you actually set them up, then and like just to, for success almost, right? Like you you yeah. try to walk with them. Yeah, the idea is to ensure that a, a youth homeless person doesn't become an adult homeless person because nobody wants that, and they need to be given the resources to. Uh, to move and be productive members of society and there's many different forms that that comes in so we do everything we can to make sure that they are given those resources and uh, you know whatever that may be awesome uh, so now we know what yes is uh, what is this event that you guys got coming up that would be so interesting yeah, so I'm super excited for it. It's uh, the first time we've ever done this, and some of you might be familiar with Extra Life. Uh, so this is very similar. It's modeled off the Extra Life model. So it's called Yes Quest, um, and it's a 24-hour gaming marathon. Uh, and all of the um, money raised for it will go directly to Yes. 
Um, so it's a, similar to Extra Life, it's a pledge-based fundraiser, so it encourages participants uh, who are doing the fundraising part of it to raise money, friends, family, network, uh, and then uh, spend on, on August uh, 19th and 20th. They will come to Northlands, who is hosting us, and we will essentially have a, a big old LAN, depending on uh, what type of, of game you want to play. You can play any game you want, you can bring any game, it's all, it's all you bring your own gear. So we have everything from tabletop to computer to console. Um, so essentially, you bring your game, you sit down, you play with your friends, you can get a little competition going. Uh, and as I said, all the money raised will go to yes. So the only the only real requirement is if you are raising money and you want to come to the event is you have to raise a minimum of $50 per person. Which so, shouldn't be too hard. I mean, yeah. like, come on, really. Who doesn't have $50? I, mean, you I know. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, where can people like find this? Like, how do they sign up for an event like this? Yeah. So right now we have a website, uh, yesquest.com. So y-e-s-s-q-u-e-s-t.com, and uh, it's got pretty much all the information I've just shared. And there's sort it's a little confusing because you can raise money now, but registration doesn't open until July third. Um, so in, in essentially, in order to register, you have had to have raised some money. Um, again, because you have to have your $50 minimum in order to, to attend the event itself. Um, but that will open up uh, in the next week and a half or so. And there's, there's kind of like a few different ways to get involved. So you can either uh, raise either individually or as a team. You can sponsor if, if there's any businesses out there or, or people who want to be involved that way. And there's sponsorship packages included on the website. Um, or you can actually also raise money and uh, play from the comfort of your own home if you don't want to spend 24 hours at Northlands. Uh, and, uh, or you can just straight donate. So if you, you maybe don't want to participate or you want to participate in a different way, then there's lots of opportunity to either donate to the main pages. You can donate to my page. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm on there. And, uh, and again, everything, everything you do will, will help, uh, help us. Essentially, we support, like, for example, last year um, we helped uh, about 650 youth uh, and served 60,000 meals. Uh, and we had a 91% occupancy rate for, for all the beds. So you can imagine, like, that's a lot of things, resources, and that's just the basic needs being met, none of those additional resources that we provide. Yeah, like, just on the 91% occupancy, that, that's pretty full, like, at, at yeah. all times. Um, yeah. Do you have problems like having like too much, too many people at, at any time? Sometimes, and it depends on the time of year. Obviously, winter, and if we get through really bad cold snaps, sometimes that's a, a time of concern where we're like like these people need a place to stay, and they might not have anywhere to go. Um, so often, we'll be working with other partner agencies to find out what our opportunities are. That said, some of the adult shelters are not very uh, great places for youth to go to, depending on the age groups. Um, so there, there are some challenges around that, that, you know, we have really great staff that work hard to, to figure out, you know, what can be done. That's awesome. Uh, so let me ask you, like, how many people, like, do you have working for Yes at the moment then? Oh, man, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> how many people do we have? I'm on the board, so uh, I don't, that's, uh, let's see. I, want, I think right now we're probably between, I want to say around 60. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you guys got so many people uh, working with you guys. Uh, you guys got, like, just a, a crazy demand for, for this kind of stuff. 
Uh, and this is just one way for people to get uh, involved. Uh, yes. But there's there's other ways, right? Like, I mean, there's, there's got to be other things that you guys do during the year that people can be involved in as well. As, Absolutely. To that? Yeah. So there's actually um, like a million different ways to, <laughs> to get involved. Uh, so there's, I would say there's, there's um, the sort of the, the, the normal person might want to volunteer that we're constantly doing fundraising events. Like even uh, yesterday, I think every single Sobeys and Safeway in Edmonton had five volunteers at it to, uh, to work for one of their fundraisers. Um, all again, all proceeds going to yes. Um, so it's kind of, um, or you can do, there's frontline volunteering within the organization and then there's um, essentially volunteering for the, for the myriad of weekly events that happen, some large, some small. Um, so that's one. Another would be um, uh, essentially uh, being someone who creates an event that would then raise money for yes. So for example, if you were involved with the yoga studio and you wanted to have a session where all the money you raised could go to yes, that's an opportunity as well to raise money for the organization. And then honestly, just spreading the word is another piece of just having people know who we are, what we do and what we're capable of so that youth know that they have a place to go if they're in that kind of situation. That's awesome. So why, why an event like this then? Like why, why do gaming for 24 hours? Sure. So there's a couple reasons. One was uh, we had, we've had an event for many years that a lot of people are probably familiar with called Homeless for a Night. Uh, so many people may have heard of. Uh, and we decided to shelve that uh, after many years and see if we could try something different and fresh and new. And um, a lot of the people who were interested in Homeless for a Night were sort of from a similar demographic to those who might be interested in Yes Quest. Mm. So we wanted to try something different. And because uh, we had someone um, to join Yes who had been involved in Extra Life before, it seemed like a reasonable um, opportunity to see what, what we could do and also bring in people who um, were not that far off from the youth who, who are using these services. So I think there's a, a connection that we can make to, to them and understand being a teenager is easy for anybody, but imagine having, you know, all these other pieces in your life. Um, so trying to raise awareness and get younger demographics involved and interested in, yes, as potential future donors and supporters of, of the organization and doing it in just a fun way. So, because who doesn't like playing games? I mean, exactly. Everybody likes it. I know, right? <laughs> You got anything to tell us? Um, so you said that uh, it was a staff member who joined the team who'd been involved in Extra Life who suggested something like this. Yeah. Um, are there thoughts, depending on how it goes, of continuing it or expanding it at all or anything like that? Yes. So the idea is for this to be an ongoing annual event for yes. So obviously, dependent on how successful we are this year, so <laughs> all of you need to join up. Um, we would we would like to continue it and grow it every year. So we we've um, made some of the steps we've we've done going forward. For example, the website and even our logo and theme are all things that can easily be kind of pulled in and out as as we move into each year and have different themes and and uh, make it easier to to recreate over and over. Um, so the idea is, assuming it goes well this first time, that we will continue with it. Awesome. Is there going to be crossover, like um, youth accessing the services and staff who are working, are they encouraged to come and participate as well um, so that there's sort of community engagement? 
you know, I don't actually know the answer to that. I suspect, um, I don't know about the youth specifically. We will have volunteers and staff who will be working on it, including myself. I will also be playing and working. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we just had our Diablo 3. By then, Diablo 3 will be out and I can play yeah. all I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, I suspect there will be a, a good number of yes staff who are, I'm on a committee. So in addition to being on the board, I'm also on the committee that's involved in, in organizing this event. So uh, essentially anyone who's on the committee, some of which are board members, some are staff members, um, we will be attending the event. And I suspect anyone else uh, who's interested is welcome to attend as well. Awesome. So you've talked a lot about the amazing services and amazing resources and the different buildings and programs that YES runs. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just to give people even more impetus to come out and get involved, um, on average in any given week or month or year, how many youth access the services provided by YES? How many kids are your, is your are people's involvement going to be helping out? Well, uh, literally last year we had uh, 647 youths come through, yes. So we're talking hundreds of youths come through, yes, every year. And uh, again, with a wide variety of, of challenges. And one of the things I didn't mention is that, yes, currently uh, the funding model is we're only 30% uh, government funded and 70% donation based and fundraising based. Uh, which you can imagine is very challenging when you're running a, you know, an organization of that size when you don't know where 70% of your revenue is going to come from. So, you know, essentially um, events like this are a huge, huge impact on, on the services that we can provide for these kids. And you can imagine even in the last two years as the economy has been challenging in Alberta, donations for all nonprofits have changed and gone down. Um, one of the big challenges we actually had with Homeless for a Night was that it happened during the Fort McMurray fires. So you can imagine that many funds were redirected due to, due to the great, you know, it was the grave need of that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're trying, part, that's part of why we're trying something new and seeing, you know, if we can, you know, raise different awareness. Um, but it's, it's a challenging time, I think, for all nonprofits, including ourselves. We've, we've had to lean up as much as possible in order to continue to provide the best service possible. Um, well, so. And I think it speaks volumes to the volunteers and, and staff who are at the core and the heart of the organization and how Absolutely. hard they work and truly how much it means to them and how important it is to the youth in the city and why you guys work so hard um, to keep it running and to provide these services. So I think that's pretty awesome because it speaks so much to the hard work that you guys do. Honestly, we have amazing people uh, from ground level uh, who are working directly with the youth um, all the way to the senior management, the executive director and the board. Everyone is working really hard to do everything they can. That's awesome. Like that, I mean, it, it, it goes to show, I mean, honestly, uh, I want to know just from your, your perspective, why yes to you, uh, means so much to you as, as a person. Yeah. So I, this is my first board actually. So I've only been on it for just over a year now. And when I joined it, I was, I was kind of looking for board experience and I knew one of the other board members. Uh, and as soon as I heard that there was an opening, I was like, how, how can you not want to support an organization that helps homeless youth? <laughs> um, but kind of beyond that, um, I, I feel really passionate about, um, as I mentioned previously, if you, 
helping homeless youth is a is a adult homelessness prevention. It's it's a instead of being reactive, it it is creating resources for people who are. I mean, when you're teenagers, you don't have very good resources to begin with because you're just learning. So you can imagine the the likelihood of a lot of these youth moving into adult homelessness. And you know, the city's got this ten year plan to end homelessness and all, all these things, which are great. But in many ways, the youth are the ones, they're, they're kind of this, inv this population that gets forgotten because there's a lot of reactive, um, there's a reactive nature to how some of these programs handle. And again, they do amazing work. And I'm, I'm happy they exist. But I, I feel strongly that, that the work that YES does is a preventative measure for many of these things. And that the, the, the youth that come through our programs, um, it gives them a chance at essentially doing whatever they want to do with their lives gives them the opportunity that no matter where they're coming from even if they have a young pregnancy or if they have a drug addiction or whatever they're given an opportunity to have a better life and some hope like they just they need help they need people who care and they're not um you know they're not a warm and fuzzy that you might get from some of the other charities or you have a cute puppy or you have a baby or or those things that they're you know teenagers are curmudgeonly by nature <laughs> so <laughs> you know it's it's a they're, they're a harder population i think to convince people are there are, are, are worth helping because sometimes they don't even want to accept your help um, so it's even more work to try and get that, you know, get them to trust you and accept it and, and know that there's an organization that can help them. That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, once again, what was the website for you guys? Yeah. So, uh, for YesQuest specifically, it's yesquest.com. So Y E S S Q U E S T.com. And then uh, just for yes in general is at yes.org. So yes, Y E S S.org. And you guys got social media as well. Like you guys got yeah. Twitter, yeah, the whole gambit. Awesome. I've got a few more questions, I yes. guess now more to the fun details of the event itself. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that it's um, kind of a broader scope, extra life, like you said, it's modeled on Extra Life, but it's very yes. much a narrow scope of video gaming. But you guys yes. have opened the floodgates wide. Anybody who loves games of any kind can come and put that gaming to good use to help a good cause. That's um, right. So long as you can bring what you want. So board games, tabletop RPGs, yes. um, computer and console gaming. Yes. Um, based on sort of the, the feedback and the interest that you guys have scene generated leading up to the event, what do you feel like will be making most of an appearance? Or do you think it'll be a good spread? You know, I, I don't know the answer to that yet, uh, partially because registration hasn't opened specifically for the event. So we have fundraisers, but we don't have anything specific from those pages saying what people are playing. So registration opens July 3rd, and I think kind of, if you ask me again in a month, I might have a better <laughs> answer for you. Uh, but we're, honestly, we're, we're pretty open, so I think um, you know, bring bring whatever gear you want. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I guess the you know, computer gamers know how to land the best, maybe. <laughs> uh, but I mean, we're gonna have uh, tournaments with some classic games available as well. Um, we're still figuring out the specific tournaments. Uh, we're thinking. Uh, let me think here. I think we're thinking like Super Smash Bros, uh, Mario Kart, NHL 17, maybe Halo 4. Um, and so we're kind of seeing, you know, we're, we're trying to cross the gambit. And then 
we're reaching out to a lot of the board game uh, shops across town to see if you know they would spread the word and and maybe sponsor. Um, so I think I think we'll we'll have a better idea. But at the end of the day, it honestly doesn't matter. We're kind of just like if you have the gear, we have the space and the tables for it. So you know we've got. Uh, a few different organizations involved in making sure we have all the proper networking and Northlands is, is obviously providing us with a lot of those pieces. So like we don't have to worry about proper internet and all that. It's all going to be sorted out. I promise you're not going to have a bad ping. Um, <laughs> it should be good to go. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I was just going to ask um, more specifically about the venue that you mentioned. You guys were able to partner with Northlands. Yes. Um, what was it like getting them on board? Was that sort of a big piece in the puzzle being able to actually make the logistics of this thing happen? Yes, so um, as I said, the, the person who I've been working with, uh, Eddie Gotts, is, is, uh, he's the staff member who, who's working, he's actually the chair of our committee and he's working at YES and he's kind of been leading this. So I wasn't actually part of the conversations for, for negotiating the location. However, uh, we, we put out quotes to a number of different places and um, in talking with Northlands, they were definitely, um, they're by far the best choice. Um, so we're, we're pretty excited. They're going to be able to provide us with the tables and chairs and a lot of the setup. So it makes it easy for us to make sure that we're going to make the space a really great place for people to you know, area. We'll have a, a refreshments area and food and, and all those things. So, you know, well, it's not just going to be a bunch of, of, of people sitting in, in a dark room <laughs> with tables. Well, it'll be nice, I promise. That was my next question, sort of a yeah. breakdown of what the 24 hours is going to look like when people are rolling in and, and when it ends the next day and yeah. when you're in need of sustenance mid-game, yeah. what, what can you do? All those sure. kind of things. So those things are still honestly being worked out as we figure out who our sponsors are. So we're honestly, if anybody wants to sponsor stuff, we've got all kinds of things that need to be sponsored. Um, but I think that the gist is that you bring your gear. Uh, if you've registered, you'll have, you know, you can also make sure you register. If you register as a team, like your team will sit together, that kind of stuff, all that, those logistics will be sorted out. We'll have probably areas for depending on how the gaming breakdown works out so we'll have like a board gaming area we'll have uh the computer area we'll have the the console areas we're looking at sponsorships with um you know like microsoft and and some of the you know rogers and shaw and some of those places where we might have like for example now again none of this is confirmed yet we're just we're looking into it but things like you know a vr station where people can like play around with a vr set or um, like a charging station for, for their items or, you know, those types of things. Um, and so I think you, you don't have to play the same game the whole time. There's no rules around that. If you want to change it up, if you have buddies, you know, if, if half of you want to bring board games and half you want to bring a console and you want to switch off Halo to play, you know, Sellers of Catan, whatever, that's cool. Whatever, whatever you feel like. Um, we do have, uh, some people don't want to stay for the whole time and that's fine. So the the only caveat is that the doors will be locked just per Northland security for a certain time frame. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's kind of late, you know, late night to early morning type thing. So that would be the only thing that if you left during that time, you would be locked out. Um, but aside from that, it's kind of, you know, we're looking for a food sponsor. So we do, we definitely want to have food available. So, cause you don't want any hangry gamers. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing so, worse than a hanger gamer. No. So shout out, shout out to any of our listeners and viewers. If you um, have small businesses at all or know friends and family who have small businesses at all that are 
um, looking to sponsor a great cause, um, yeah. definitely check them out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess that's sort of a related question in all of the logistics of bringing this event to life. Just in general, what has your experience been? It, I'm inclined to think that in Edmonton in general, we've got some really great businesses who are always keen to jump in and help out good causes. Um, and so what it, what has it been like for yes, sort of getting this event organized? What, what has been your experience with the businesses in Edmonton? So far, pretty good. I would say uh, I would say we're in the beginning stages of just negotiating with a lot of the businesses. So uh, we have a few a few yeses for sure, uh, and a couple that we're just in talks with. There we have, we have a giant spreadsheet uh, that that uh, our committee and some of the wonderful staff at Yes are who who do fundraising regularly are, are contacting. And um, I think probably one of the challenges is that uh, the we're trying to mostly get cash sponsorship because while in-kind is always welcome as well, um, we need the money for the services and it has to be, mm. it has to be cash. Um, so for some of the smaller businesses, some of the sponsorship packages are quite large for what they're probably able to afford. So that's, that's probably one of the, one of the challenges we're seeing with some of the smaller businesses. Um, that said, we have a lot of people who, even if they can't sponsor, they're happy to donate. So, you know, that's, that's great. Um, and some of them are also, again, in-kind sponsorship. So I know some of the board game places are looking at actually donating board games so we can have stations set up if people want to change it up and, and that kind of thing. Um, so overall good. Again, if you ask me in a month, I might have a better answer. <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. like, just from doing a 24-hour game challenges before, uh, changing it up is a, is a good idea. Yes. Uh, when you're staring at a screen for 24 hours, it's not good. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's good to get up out of your chair, move over to somewhere else like a, a and go play a board game or something yeah. and, and change just the scenery. Uh, even just to talk to other people uh, is always a good thing too. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, saving one of the best, juiciest questions for last year. <laughs> oh, dear. Diablo 3 earlier, what else are you, like, super gung-ho to be playing in your 24 hours of gaming? Oh, man. That's a good question. Honestly, I'm... I'm because I have never done an event like this, I've, I've land before, but never, I've never done a 24 event, 24 hour event. I'm not sure how I'm going to feel. Plus I'm going to help run it. So I'm trying to figure out if oh, I'm like doing everything, wearing all the <laughs> Yeah. So I'm not sure how much of it I will be organizing and how much I will be landing. So I'm hoping a good mix and, um, Honestly, I'm I'm not very good at console games, so maybe I need to practice those skills. <laughs> Hand-eye coordination isn't great, uh, but we'll see. I'll have to, I'll have to see. Uh, my husband and I play a lot of games together, and uh, my, one of my biggest challenges is actually I get uh, motion sickness from FPSs. They make so so uh, that that's always out, which is never fun. It's like like Halo, I can even look at. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, a lot of people have a hard time. Uh, like my brother has the same thing. He he can't play FPSs for whatever reason. Oh, uh, so sick. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'll I'll play him. I love him. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's great. Uh, I think we need to switch gears here a little bit, but I want to ask you, uh, once again because I like to make sure that it it gets drilled in everyone's head. 
what is that address? Sure. Sure. So for yes, the YesQuest event is yesquest.com, Y-E-S-S-Q-U-E-S-T.com. And then for regular yes, if you just want to know more about the organization, is yes.org, Y-E-S-S.org. Awesome. Awesome. All right, so we'll switch it up. Just uh, I'll just switch gears a little bit here for the next little bit, uh, as we talk about some of the upcoming events that we have uh, that are up on our calendar. If you go to northernernetwork.com, uh, click on that uh, little uh, upcoming events tab, and you'll find a, a, a myriad of events that are coming up in the city here in the next little while. Uh, and so uh, one of them is drawn to write. Uh, that is coming up on July sixteenth. This is a drawn to write comic making camps uh, done by Happy Harbor Comics. Uh, so if you go to Happy Harbor's uh, Facebook page, you can probably find uh, right there on there. Um, they also have their own event page that you can go check out too. Or again, once you can go to ours. Uh, and it'll just basically, it's just a camp uh, for, you know, ages nine plus, for 13 plus, for 15 plus. And this is really, uh, just a, a writer's camp, pretty much, uh, at, done at Happy Harbor Comics. Going back to our Nerdcast last week, what it, what it means to be a nerdy parent. Any parents out there, once the kids are out of school for the summer and you're into July mm -hmm. and you're looking for super awesome nerdy events to keep your kids busy over the summer, this should be at the top of your list. Um, all of your, you know, any of your young ones into superheroes can now go and learn how to write their own comics. Yes, uh, and so we got uh, from ages nine plus. We got on July nineteenth to twenty first. Uh, we also have for the thirteen plus uh, is July twenty sixth to twenty eighth, and the fifteen plus is going to be from July twenty second to twenty third. Uh, and yeah, once again, go check out all the details over at the. Just go to Happy Harbor Comics because that's probably the best place to go and find all that information uh, for that one. Uh, moving along, we have Dark Matters coming up here on July 20th, uh, and that is the TELUS World of Science's uh, adult night over at their, well, the TELUS World of Science. Uh, and so, yeah, that one is, uh, it, doesn't give me a, it, it doesn't give me a theme this week, this time. Oh, speed. Ah. Um, I don't know if that means like the actual movie speed or just speed <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure it's just the, the speed in general. Uh, so yeah, they'll, they're, there's always a DJ out there. There's a bar, uh, and there, there'll be lots of awesome stuff going on there. So go check that out. Dark Matters is always fun, uh, no matter what it is. So go check that out. Uh, and then we're moving into August. Oh my goodness, August. We got Fragapalooza, which is happening on August 10th to the 13th, and that is a whole weekend of gaming. You're talking about gaming. Fragapalooza is a big one. Oh, I've uh, been. <laughs> oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. My, uh, I, so, I, I was not a participant, but I, my, uh, my husband and uh, our crew of friends were were regular participants for many years back back in the old days. So I, I drove a CRT monitor there, maybe <laughs> oh, let's see, seventeen years ago. <laughs> that's that's awesome, uh, and heavy. <laughs> uh, indeed, it was. <laughs> I am so glad we got rid of those now. Oh man, oh, I even the small is ones. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking like like those 20 inch TVs. Like they're tiny nowadays. Like when you look at them, they're like, oh, I can't believe we watched anything on that thing. <laughs> and then you pick it up and you're like, I can't believe I carried this thing around the <laughs> house. Yeah. What am 
was I thinking? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, they're terrible. Uh, so yeah, Frago Palooza, uh, that starts August 10th to 13th and it's all weekend long. Uh, and then we got dead fest, the final chapter. And that's happening way, 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 way in October. So don't even care about that. Uh, and then we got, well, we do care, but we do care, but it's coming up a ways from now. We'll it's get ways. Back 